Welcome back. <coughs> Stop coughing to wasted local fantasy football. I'm Daniel. And fantasy football sucks this year. Today I have Josiah with me, as usual. Hi. And we also have Michael. Hello. So, how are you two doing? Well, besides the worst ever intro in the history of podcasts, I'm doing pretty good. The only reason I'm, I'm, it was the worst ever is because you've never done one, so there's nothing really to compare it to. Fair. I'm great. Fantastic. Good. Yeah. No, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so this was a... Uh, dude, I don't know what's been going on with fantasy the past couple of weeks, but like... 70% of the teams have been scoring like dog shit. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's like nobody can start the right people or if everybody in football is just putting up crappy numbers, but it's been a bad couple of weeks for a lot of the teams. Like nobody's reaching a hundred <laughs> bad. Like, I think it just takes a certain level of intelligence to reach 100 when, uh, when the chips are down and people are struggling, you know, you just got to use your big brain and score over a hundred. It's hard to do for some people, but I mean, I mean, you're only saying that because you did this week. So yes, quiet, (laughs) two and four, (laughs) quiet, (laughs) two and four. (laughs) You actually jumped from last to seventh. I noticed three spots, which is pretty good for one win. So you're not, (laughs) and with all the three and three teams and you're only, you're two and four, there's a chance that you could sneak into the playoffs because a couple of those three and three teams are in the playoff, would be in the playoffs right now. Um, So one more win with a couple other losses, then you'd, (laughs) you would be in playoff contention. So I am hopeful, but not optimistic. It's worked for you so far, so stay hopeful, but not optimistic, and maybe you'll make the playoffs. I'm trending down, but we'll get into that. So I guess we'll just go ahead and get into the matchups, and we'll start with Josiah's. Um, Josiah versus Josh. Um, unsolicited chub picks now, which is hilarious, <laughs> versus the big booty cheeks. And uh, unsolicited chub picks clapped them booty cheeks. Um I didn't write anything for this one because I figured, Josiah, you would want to take this one on. Okay. Uh, 169.78 to 105.24. Uh, Josh was intelligent enough to be able to score over 100 points this week, uh, but that did not matter because those booty cheeks were clapped. Uh, his team actually didn't do too bad, like considering... Is this the biggest blowout of the year so far? It, it's got to be close. It's I didn't look, but it's probably pretty close. I mean, his worst output was from his kicker, uh, who missed two field goals. Or, I mean, he could have put up 110, 115 points, somewhere in that area. So, it's... Uh, yeah, Josh just kind of got unlucky like I have most of the season because I had Derrick Henry score 39.4. I had A.J. Brown score 20. I had Greg Kittle score 20. I had Justin Jefferson score 35. And I had uh, 
Steelers score 19 points. So, uh, I just think I, I kind of did okay. I'm happy with it. Finally, finally, my team decides to like all come together for this one week. Uh, too bad that they're gonna, you know, punt it next week. Yeah, like if if Josh got unlucky because of his matchup, because if he would have faced anybody else other than Lyndon or Roger, he would have won. Like, yeah, he he would have beat anybody else other than you three. And I'm I'm actually I feel kind of lucky that I had Derrick Henry. Like I had two people score thirty. I had two people score over twenty. Uh because Josh Allen had another bad game. It was pouring the rain, so that's not necessarily his fault. Uh Miles Sanders got hurt halfway through this game that he was playing, so he got eleven points, which is still respectable, but I mean, considering that he had that mostly in the first half, he would have been another 20-point output. And then uh, Devonta Parker also went out of the game with a hamstring injury, so uh, he scored five points. So my my week happened the way the rest of my weeks happen, where a few people just go out injured, uh, some people get hurt. I know the Steelers' defense, their middle linebacker and leading tackler tore his ACL this week. Uh, luckily, I scored 169 points. Uh, I could have scored 200 if all that didn't happen. But now going forward with a few people injured again, uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. So good job on your second, second win of the season. Yeah. I'm proud of you. I'm glad I wasn't facing you. Not like it would have mattered. Do you think Josh knows I beat him yet? I don't know. Probably not. <clears throat> I need to text him. Be like, suck it. I'd say no because I had a trade offer out to him for like four days. And he never accepted or declined it. So I just deleted it and then offered other people trades. Well, considering the trades you offered to me, he probably looked at it and just laughed and closed his phone. No, no, I offered him. <laughs> I, I was just trying to get Ryan Tannehill off of him and um, offered him, like, a good receiver. I think it was Adams and crappy running back or something like that, but fine. I get it. He uh, His um, quarterback, Lamar Jackson, is on a bye, and Tannehill's his backup, so he wouldn't want to trade him this week anyway. Um, but... Maybe in the future. All right, on to the next one. Uh, the Chosen One versus I'm a Librarian Bonner, Michael versus Brittany, husband versus wife. Brittany, with her lowest score of the year, couldn't be saved by two Zeke fumbles and two Dalton interceptions. Michael was still able to pull out the victory. Ha! <laughs> 94 to 89.1. See, I didn't make a beating his wife joke this year. It was a pull-out joke. Suck it. Poor Brittany. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Starting over Pat Mahomes would have won her this game. Uh, the Buffalo defense actually, like, showing up at all, like, walking out onto the field. 
I think like 11 tackle dummies could have scored more points than the Buffalo defense did this week. Um, and she wins. So, uh, classic Michael victory, 94 to 89. Michael, uh, tell us all about it. Um, well, it wasn't pretty at all. Uh, we went into the game and I was down by 15 and I had a QB and a running back, uh, Ezekiel Elliott and Andy Dalton. And she only had Pat Mahomes that, that evening. I was sure that I had it in the, in the pocket. Um, and I still won, but not comfortably. So <laughs> like you said, there were eight points taken off my total score from interceptions and fumbles from Elliot and Dalton. Um, they only scored a combined total of 18 points. That's enough for me to squeak by 94, uh, to 89. So I'm not comfortable with the win. My team really did not show up. Um, you know, we had, um, Tanya really didn't show up for me. Um, Nobody which is that offense did. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. Green Bay just had an absolutely terrible game and just could not get anything going. Um, another thing that really uh, saved my butt, Julio Jones came out and had a monster game, finally coming back healthy, um, showed up with 29 points. So that obviously saved me. Stephon Diggs, super consistent with the yet another 13-point game. And literally every running back I have literally just rolled over into a giant uh, pile of each other's poop and played in it because I had a combined total from three starting running backs of 20 3.5 points. Absolutely garbage. Mm. Um, if you did not have Freeman on your team, would you have started to Ernest Johnson? Uh, no, I probably would have put Ayuk in at my flex. Okay. I was just wondering because that, that would have been the difference in the game, considering that was part of your trade last week. Yeah, Dearness De- Johnson it was just a pickup because I thought maybe he would be a replacement for uh, Chubb, but that has not happened so far. I'd be better off starting Pollard over him. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Brittany's team, super. I, I mean, I would have, I think everyone would have started Mahomes over Wentz. So I can't, no, I don't think I can fault her for that. And her no. running backs just didn't have great games. Um, well, although both had, of her starting running backs are one still on IR and one is uh, on a bye. So honestly, if that hadn't have happened, she would have, she was spanked my ass this week. And because she has Carson and McCaffrey out. So. Um, and her starting tight end is also out. So she has her two starting running backs, her starting tight end, and John Brown, who has been a starter for her in weeks before. Uh, did he even play that game? Or did they just... Yeah, he played. Yep. Okay. He played. He's back I... to being questionable, though. So, <laughs> well, um, But we'll get into that. But yeah, so, I mean, her defense not showing up really saved me. Um, and the fact that everyone had buys and was and Christian McCaffrey being out saved me. So I'm I mean, not mad Buffalo, about it. Buffalo didn't even get blown out. They just they didn't get any sacks. They didn't get any turn. Well, they got one sack. Uh, they actually got a fumble recovery too. They just gave up so many yards. Uh, but they it was a 26 to 17 game. So it's not like they were absolutely getting crushed. They just were like Swiss cheese out there. They couldn't get any points. Yeah. Yeah. And I will, I will say this. I mean, I had Matt Ryan on my bench with 31 points with his 300 and some yards and four touchdowns came back super strong. Um, I think the new coaching staff there has really motivated them as well as Julio Jones being back. He has another target 
And Calvin really didn't do bad either. He still had a 15 point game. So it just, it's freeing up the, you know, the backfield for them to be able to actually catch balls and score points. So they don't have the, not that Zacchaeus is doing terrible, but Julio Jones is just an absolute monster. So uh, that really helped me. So yeah, that's all yeah. I have to say about it. I'm happy with the win. Wait. All right. I'm a little bit unhappy, and we'll get into that in the standings in a minute. <clears throat> All right. So next we have the Fresh Prince of Matthew Berry versus Mayor of Titty City. Titty City. <laughs> the Mayor this is another Council. really close one. Yes. 99.7 to 92.8. So I guess Bruce's Android app started working, which is weird because it's an Android <laughs> Um, because he uh, has won his last two games and took down Ryan. Um, but yeah, close game, 99 to 92. Um, basically a touchdown difference. Ryan, if anybody on Ryan's team would have scored one more touchdown, then they would have been over for Bruce, which sucks. I mean, yeah, he <laughs> went in, they went into the Monday night game with, Tyree Kill versus uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Uh, Edwards-Hilaire got 180-something yards, and uh, Tyree Kill had like 20 yards. So that was that was really the big difference in the game because everything was split pretty evenly down the middle. Uh, James Conner had a good game, uh, but Ronald Jones had a great game. Quarterback scored almost identical points, Cam Newton and Gardner Minshew. It was just a little bit this way, a little bit that way. Um, Ryan used all of his luck in the Brace War League, where mm-hmm. on uh, it, it wasn't the final carry, but uh, the Arizona Cardinals needed to get a first down. So they handed the ball to Kenyon Drake. He had like four yards to go. And if they would have, if he would have gotten the first down, and then gotten tackled, Kyler Murray would have nailed the ball and I would have won the game. But instead, Dallas's defense, thanks a lot, Daniel, let up a 69-yard touchdown run, and Ryan beat me on that play in the Brace War League, handing me my first loss over in that league. No one so, cares about the Brace War League. Yeah, yeah. This isn't about the Brace I, War League, so nobody gives a shit if Ryan won there. And I'm not. just saying, Ryan's doing, this is Ryan's first ever draft, but He's doing pretty well over in that league, so I'm just kind of giving Ryan a shout-out how quickly he's learning. Yeah. So, but yeah. It's not transferring over to here because Bruce won. Sucks to suck, Ryan, because it didn't work out. You lost to Bruce. I think if the weather had been, this would have been entirely different. If the weather had been had been fine instead of raining, I think Edward Tillaire probably still would have put up points, but I think they wouldn't. he wouldn't have had 180 rushing yards. Tyreek Hill probably would have had a touchdown and probably, you know, 70, 80 yards. So that would have made that made all the difference in this game because also, um, you know, that would have made a difference in the other game, too, with the Bills. So defense and all that kind of stuff. So it's just it's just crazy how even the weather is determining, you know, just the difference in these really close scoring games. You know what I mean? And not to mention that uh, Ryan's number one overall ranked defense only got him three points this week against the Bengals, of all people. (laughs) So uh, that was another thing, because they've been scoring double-digit points, I think, every week before this, except for one. 
Um, so he he kind of needed them this week, and they didn't they didn't go th- through for him. All right. So Bruce was one two. We can stop talking about it because I know I don't want to stroke his ego anymore. Um, especially because I'm playing him next week. Actually, let's stroke his well, ego some more because I want to get his hopes up because I'm going to beat his ass next week. Um, I invited him to be on the podcast last week via pod, like via podcast, uh, but I also uh, cannot text him because of the phone that he has. So, uh, Bruce, if you want to be on, you're going to have to find some way to let us know. I don't know how. I mean, you're not but, on the Discord server, and he is, so that's that's a you thing, not a him thing. Well, True. I mean, that's that's an everybody <laughs> thing, everybody else sucking thing, so that's where that came from. But moving on to the next game. All right, so next we've got Nathan's team. I'm not going to say it because I always fuck it up. Versus, Josh Jacobs, Jingleheimer, Schmidt. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Versus Kamara Chameleon, which is... I, personally, to me, that's the worst name in the league. Um, not because he's in first place, but kind of because he's in first place. Um, your team name sucks, Roger. I still love you, though. All right, this game went pretty much as we all expected. Um, but in a normal week, where if the teams weren't all sucking, every team's... Sucks this week other than Josiah as far as points went. In a normal week, if this was week three up against anybody else, Roger would have lost. Um, Because for some reason the past two weeks, everybody was going from putting up 125 to 135 points down to 70 to 80 to 90 points. Um, But yeah. Um, He beat Nathan, 119, total 71. Um, yeah. I think one of the reasons that people are struggling now is uh, because of the shortened preseason, defenses did not have enough time to prepare. So defenses, I feel like, are getting more into mid-season form. Because uh, this would have been the first week after the fourth preseason game, so I think, or either the second week. Uh, And then also injuries have started to play a role on a lot of different people's teams. Uh, None more than Nathan here with uh, Saquon Barkley kind of killing him. Uh, He did not have Josh Jacobs, Jingleheimer Schmidt for this game. And Aaron Rodgers also did not show up, even though he did play. Uh, He got Nathan 3.8 points. This was just an awful, awful week. For Nathan, his defense and kicker are his two highest scoring play. Well, there's Miles Gaskin, but defense and kicker are his highest scoring players on the team. Roger had a good week. Kyler Murray had a good week, even though DeAndre Hopkins didn't necessarily like catch all the touchdowns. Kyler Murray was still throwing them. And uh, Kelsey and his flex spot, Jonathan Taylor, both putting up good numbers. Joe. Kyler Murray, Murray, Kyler Murray only completed nine passes against the Cowboys, and still had like thirty fantasy points. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, when you're playing the Cowboys, you don't even have to throw the ball; mm-hmm. you just kind of like take a nice little stroll 
you don't really have to do anything. They just will do something to give you a touchdown. So basically, yeah. if you have anybody that's playing against Dallas, start them because you'll get extra possessions, which means potential for extra touchdowns, plus all the yards you could possibly want. I concur. Yes. Okay. So we'll go ahead and just get to the last game. It was mine versus Linden. Um, this is one that everybody got wrong in our predictions. Uh, Fitzpatrick screwed me by throwing two interceptions and getting benched um, in the game. My defense, my streaming defense, the Dolphins defense did pretty good, but it didn't matter. I was hoping for like a 25, 30 point game because that's what everybody puts up on the Jets. But no, I got but 16 points from Fitzpatrick. <clears throat> and then, yeah, Will Fuller had a good game. But since the Tampa Bay defense pretty much kept Aaron Rodgers in check, there was nothing for me with Devontae Adams and my running backs. Uh, scored dog shit points. Um, yeah. So any other week, um, Kenny and Drake wouldn't be getting all the, like every single touch. It's been split there. And Edmonds didn't do anything. But yeah, I don't have a whole lot to say. Alexander Madison sucked. Um, everybody on my team sucked. I got 80 points and my team sucks and this sucks. And this podcast is okay. I guess <laughs> I got a lot of joy from here. Sorrow, but also a uh, shout out to Lyndon for making a good managerial decision and picking up Claypool off of wires, waiver wires and, uh, getting 16 points there. Uh, shout out to Lyndon for making a poor managerial decision and benching Kenyon Drake, who got almost as much as he has the last four weeks combined uh, with 28 points. So uh, Lyndon in true Lyndon fashion, leaving leaving a 30-burger on his bench. That didn't matter. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 get, well, I get... I mean, it, it wouldn't matter in the status of this game but as you mentioned before, there's a lot of two and three and three and three teams. And those points are really going to start to matter down the stretch because I know Lyndon currently is one of the lower scoring teams. So for him to put up an extra 25 points this week would have been helpful in his playoff hopes. Yeah, but I think, it, I mean, anyone would have made the same calls that he did in this, in this lineup, especially Daryl. <laughs> Henderson going up against San Francisco, who's just been letting everyone just run train on them all year. Just their defense has just been garbage compared to what was last year with all the injuries they have. And then they actually show up. Not only do they hold him to only nine points, but they also, um, they also won the game. So, I mean, that put, that put them from behind, which means Robert Woods actually put up 12 points as opposed to five that he, he would have the week before. So, it's just a would, it's just a weird week, and I, I would have one hundred percent put Kenyon Drake in against the Cowboys versus Kareem Hunt versus the Steelers. That that's the only thing I would have changed if I, I were have. Nope. Uh, this week. Nah, I wouldn't have done that just because of I I just 
he's the only starter there, and the Johnson guy hasn't even touched the ball really. So I don't know. But if there's I one agree, rule, I agree with you. But one rule that we have on this podcast is if they're playing the Cowboys, you play start too. That's why I started Edmonds, and he got me like one point five friggin' points. <laughs> so start everybody against the Cowboys, unless you're a backup running back. Then don't, don't unless start they're him. Chase Edmonds. Yeah, <laughs> considering he's been getting ten. 17 points every week. Anyway, all right. Fat, fat loss, Daniel. Yeah, it's fine. It's whatever. You joined the three and three squad. Yeah, good for me. Okay. Speaking of three up. and three, let's go <laughs> over the standings a little bit because it's starting to get interesting. Well, let me let me run down the our picks and where we stand. Oh, there, yeah, yeah. And then we'll go over the league standings. So last week, Nathan picked, Josiah picked, obviously, and I picked. Nathan got one of five correct, leaving the guests at 17 and 13. Josiah got two of five correct, leaving him 19 of 11. And I got three of five correct, leaving me 21 and nine. Dang it. Yes. Shouldn't have picked against me. I picked Listen. you, Michael. I got you. <laughs> I was close on that pick, uh, but... So that's one reason I'm upset you won. The next reason I'm upset you won is because now you and Brittany are both four and two instead of Brittany being five and one, and then you being down here with the rest of us at three and three. I gotta say, it looks mighty fine from up here. Um, I mean, I hope you can all hear me say "suck it" at once, so I don't have to say it more than once. So. You'll probably have to translate it for for Bruce. Yeah, he probably hear. can't can't hear on his <laughs> phone. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm leading that, which uh, I guess that I'll, I'll take that since I can't win anything else. Um, <laughs> so yeah, go, uh, Josiah, go ahead and go over the standings of the league right now, if you want. Okay. Like. The standings as they are right now, uh, we have Roger Kamara Chameleon at one. The chosen one, Michael Bonner at two. Nope. Is that right? Nope. No, that's I'm just, right. According to the standings I'm looking at. Are you sure about that? Let me look well, at it. That's what it says, I'm, yeah. I'm reading it off the playoff bracket, so it could possibly be that Michael's in a different bracket. I, I don't know what it's no, basing. I know right if okay. you look it's based on because the, the playoff brackets is gonna pit you against the other division. Okay. But in the overall standings, that's the only that's the only way that it actually matters the the divisions um because you and Brittany are both four and two but she has 40 more points than you so she's technically in second place okay so she'd be number know. two yeah i'm on the website and it's ranking it says season stats and it has everyone stacked by via stat and that shows i'm in second and it, i don't care I, I know she has more points than me and we have the same record so i mean you did beat her so i don't know if that comes into account since you beat her no, um, it gets the points. Yeah, so... yeah. Either uh, way, second way. and third place is somewhere between Michael and Brittany. Uh, I'm a librarian, Bonner. I have fourth place as Bruce. Is that what you have? Yep. So yes. if the season ended today, Bruce would be in the playoffs facing Oof. Roger, and Michael would be facing Brittany. Uh, in fifth place, just out of the playoffs, I have Daniel. Uh, sixth place, I have Poppet and Locket Linden. Seventh place, unsolicited chub picks, me, Josiah. Uh, eighth place, big booty cheeks, Josh Hall. 
ninth place mayor of TD City and tenth place Josh Jacobs Jingleheimer Schmidt Nathan uh, who in the preseason we picked as having maybe the strongest draft uh, just unlucky which I can relate to mm-hmm. there's four <laughs> two and four teams there is three three and three teams and uh it's kind of, I feel like, a race for that last and final playoff spot. Yeah, this is... At the, at the moment, it could still go any direction. Yeah. It could go any direction. Roger's team doesn't necessarily look like it's going to slow down anytime soon. And Brittany's team, when she gets, uh, when she gets her running back, back uh, McCaffrey, her team's only going to get stronger. So, I mean... Between you and Bruce, it. I mean, I guess one of you is likely to tank, but me. Ne- neither of you. <laughs> well, you have been winning some low-scoring games, so that statistically would show that you may tank down yep. the stretch. But uh, Bruce's team has been scoring pretty well, so. Uh, Just, I think, uh, you know what sucks. What sucks is that because since we since there are two divisions. In our fantasy football league, you have to play against all the people in your division twice, which means that me and you both have to play Brittany and Roger twice, and the other division does not. Which sucks. Oh man, that does stink. Yeah. <laughs> so we got shafted. So if we make the playoffs, the other division can suck it because, you know, like <laughs> I was just looking through that. It's like I got to play my last game of the year is against Roger and then three before that, I got to play Brittany again. It's like dope. <laughs> well, we have one team in our division has scored over 800. Roger has 840. Um, Brittany, you and myself have all scored over 700 and Ryan has scored 605. So he's unfortunately in last place in ours. Uh, Bruce is the only one in the other division to score over 700 points. I mean, I know like the grand scheme of things as far as, you know, the playoffs go, it doesn't matter because, you know, if me and you decide to, our teams decide to put together a few wins, then we could potentially just have four teams from our division. But the fact that we have to play the best two teams in the league right now, putting up the most points kind of sucks. (laughs) It is what it is. I, I have the most points scored against me. Every year, the only reason that Josh has more points scored against him at the moment is because he just played me. So, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not going to complain about it. I'm just going to hopefully win next week and keep the comeback train from worst to first moving. All right. Okay, so I guess we can go ahead and just speed through waivers and then get to the trades that happened this week. There weren't very many waivers this week. No, it was... Other than me, I, d- I did a lot on waivers, which I didn't realize, but I went to last week, like after the podcast. And, um, but yeah, uh, Roger added the Washington defense and Eagles defense, dropped Sterling Shepard and the Washington defense. I added Latavius Murray, JD McKissick, which, w- okay, so I saw McKissick and I was thinking um, McKinnon. So I went mm-hmm. to pick up McKinnon and I, 
screwed that up, so I accidentally picked up McKissick instead, which was kind of shitty. But uh, worked out for fun. you. Yeah, because I just dropped uh, McKinnon uh, last week, um, but um, picked up Tom Brady, Boston Scott, the Chiefs defense. Dropped Jarek McKinnon last week, Latavius Murray, Dolphins defense, and LaVisca Chenault, <clears throat> and Chase Edmonds, because fuck that guy. Um, Josiah added Mike Williams and DeAndre Swift and dropped Zane Gonzalez. Couldn't get a trade-off for him, could you? What, Zane Gonzalez? Yeah. No, actually, uh, I did get a trade offer for him from a separate league, so we... We had to agree that I would drop him in this league, mm. and in that league, I, I of course, uh, I got a very, very good player. Mm-hmm. Who'd you get? Um, all of them. <laughs> I think it was uh, Pat Mahomes and uh, you know, uh, Dalvin Cook, and you know, yeah, all the good players. I, I think, uh, I think I, f- I forget uh, the receiver. I think it was Calvin Johnson. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, Nathan added Rob Gronkowski and Jarek McKinnon. Dropped Zach Moss and Noah Fant. Bruce added tra- Travis Fulgham. Fulcom. I, I forget how you say his name. Travis Fulcom. And Young Hoku. Is it okay? So is it Young Hoku or is it Young Waku? Because in the broadcast they say Young Young Waku, but I like saying Young Y dot That's all that matters. <laughs> Waiku. <laughs> All right, we're calling him Waiku from now on. Waiku. Bruce added Waiku. <laughs> dropped Kirk Cousins and Rodrigo Rodrigo Blankenship. Man, I cannot talk. Rodrigo. <clears throat> Michael added Daniel Carlson and dropped Jason Sanders. Ryan added the Browns defense and dropped Randy Bullock and Corey Davis. <clears throat> so we had two trades this week. Both involved me. And I – so I tr- – I, I, on Tuesday morning, as soon as I woke up, I sent Michael a trade request trading Ryan Fitzpatrick for Andy Dalton. He accepted the trade, and then like an hour later, they came out and said that Fitzpatrick was not going to be the starter anymore. So I texted Michael and told him that if we wanted to cancel that trade, it's fine because I didn't know because I felt like that was, you know, kind of shitty. But Michael was cool with it um, because Matt Ryan had a good week. Yeah, I think the main reason I'm fine with it because I was going to drop Dalton anyway um, because I really just wanted to see how he'd perform. And obviously one game is not tell-all. But also if what's-his-face comes out and does absolutely stellar, I'll at least have a decent backup on my bench. So That's fair. Well, assuming I can get him anyway. (laughs) Anybody listening, if you need a quarterback, go pick up Tua because Michael's targeting him. (laughs) Do you hear that, Nathan? (laughs) <laughs> Nathan's going to do his fantasy app right now. Okay. All right. And the other <laughs> trade of the week, I traded Devonte Adams and JD McKissick for Aaron Jones to Ryan. I'm going to be honest with you. When I saw this trade come through on my phone, I literally pulled up my phone, messaged Ryan and called him a fucking idiot. So just going to throw that out there. That's how I feel about this trade. <laughs> well, so. you also just traded a starting quarterback for one of the highest powered offenses in the league for a backup quarterback for one of the lowest powered (laughs) offenses in the league. But I will agree with you on Ryan. I'm sorry, Ryan. This was, this one was bad. Aaron Jones has been 
the best player on your team, uh, there's only five running backs averaging over 20 points per game in this league. And Aaron Jones is one of them. And Christian McCaffrey is one of them. So Aaron Jones has been performing better than him, obviously, because he's actually been playing. Aaron Jones has scored a touchdown in every game this season, uh, sometimes multiple touchdowns. Um, for who Daniel thought was Jarek McKinnon uh, with his uh, 85-year-old eyesight and Devonta Adams, who had a really good first game. Uh, of course, hopefully for Ryan's sake, Devonta Adams catches 15 passes a game for the rest of the season with two touchdowns, but I just don't see it happening. Even when the rest of the Packers did awful last week. Aaron Jones still scored a touchdown, still had 11 points, which, I mean, if you're going to have a bad week, might as well be 11 points. Um, But I don't know. I just think I put a lot of value in running backs because they're so rare. I mean, like Daniel said, he picked up J.D. McKissick. I had to reach this week and pick up uh, DeAndre Swift because Melvin Gordon might be out and uh, Miles Sanders is definitely out. Uh, meanwhile, Ryan picked up Tim Patrick, who I don't even know. I've never heard of this guy before. He picked up Tim Patrick last week and Tim Patrick did just fine scoring double figures. So, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm sure... He had a good reason to do it. Uh, he's got Ronald Jones. He's got Leonard Fournette. He's got Le'Veon Bell. He's got Justin Jackson. Maybe he just believes in them enough to get rid of Aaron Jones. But I, I don't know. Not feel, not feeling that trade. Thumbs down. I mean, whoever's <clears throat> chewing in the microphone. Nobody's chewing in the microphone. I'm typing. Okay. Um, ah. I th- I needed a running back. I literally had to pick up two running backs off of waivers just to get a running back in my roster this week. <clears throat> so I was in the shower earlier. With <coughs> Ryan, apparently. Yeah. And boy, was he happy. But I was like, I've got plenty of decent wide receivers. I need a good running back. So I sent out a couple. I sent one to Brittany. I sent one to Ryan. If neither of those went through, I was going to send some out to other people. And just so happened that Ryan accepted the trade. So. Man, I wish that worked for me. I'd, I message everyone in the league and be like, hey, I've got four starting wide receivers. And everyone's like, nah, dude, don't give a shit. It's like, okay. <laughs> I mean, it worked out. I'm happy with the trade. <laughs> Well, I'm of sure course you are. are. If if he got if he got DK Metcalf, because DK Metcalf has just been going nuts all season, maybe it would be a little bit more of a trade. Uh, I I just I don't see it. I don't well, see it. Well, see, I messaged him in a private message after I offered the trade, told him that it was there, and then he said he would have to think about it. <clears throat> So I told him that if he didn't want Adams, that I'd be willing to give up DK Metcalf. 
So I offered it to him. <clears throat> he accepted that one. So it wasn't like I didn't try to give him a different player too. Not both of them, obviously. I wasn't going to give him both Adams and Metcalf, but <clears throat> either Adams or Metcalf. And he took that one. So I think another reason I'm a little bit salty is because you're three and three. And I, I feel like I'm in a playoff race with you. And I play you twice this year. And I feel like your team just got significantly better. So maybe that's why I'm so salty because it, I think this is going to work out really well for you. I hope so because I need it. And I needed a running back considering Dalvin Cook is on a bye and has been hurt. And I was literally starting J.D. McKissick and um, Boston Scott this week. Like, hmm. yeah. I don't even know who that is. It's <laughs> He's Miles Sanders Miles backup Sanders in backup. Philadelphia. And they're playing the Giants. So I'm hoping to get at least eight points from him. That's all. Like, I'm not even going to try to, like, pick up this guy. Hopefully he gets me 10 to 12 points. No, I want eight fucking points. That's all I want. That's fine. Like, I'm tired of getting my hopes up from picking up crap people off the waiver wires and hoping that they'll give me, like, 10 points because it's not going to happen. I'm going to hope for eight. If he gets me six, that's fine. <laughs> you neglected the most important waiver pickup of the week that came in after the trade. What was it? Because I made this be- earlier today, and if I, I made it right after the trade, so... At 4.59, I was wrestling with it for quite a while. Uh, I dropped Jarvis Landry and picked up Antonio Brown. Oh, yeah, I did not see that. Um, Wait, what? Yeah. Yes. His suspension is up in two weeks, right? Yeah, so what... I guess there was some kind of clause in his suspension where if any team signed him, at the point that they signed him, he would then serve an eight-game suspension from that point forward unless he waited eight games to sign with someone in which case he could start right away so whatever the nfl is doing i disagree with that that just sounds stupid to me as soon as he signs he should he should serve eight game suspension from there that's just that's that should be the rule um i felt like i had some wiggle room on my team with how well justin jefferson's been doing so i i thought Jarvis Landry, his only game with double figures is the game he threw a touchdown pass against the Cowboys. So, like, I decided I could afford to lose him. And Antonio Brown can sit on my bench for a little bit. And if he comes back and plays for Seattle, which is rumored, along with some other teams, but with Russell Wilson, Antonio Brown would be, hopefully, a starter on my team. And... Hopefully, in my worst to first run, I can afford to take some risks like this and see it pay off. Well, I mean, there's no chance that he's going to actually even get signed, but <clears throat> if he well, happens to get signed and passes the COVID protocol and all that crap, it could be weak. I mean, it could be enough for a playoff. I think, in from what I am thinking, is someone like Seattle, Seattle's been interested in him for a while, or you can look at the 49ers with how many injuries they've had. Uh, the Eagles, Eagles, he wouldn't yeah. play for the Eagles. He, The Bears asked him if he wanted to play for them, and he said, I'm not playing for Nick Foles. So <laughs> I think he's he's kind of in a position of power where he can go 
to whoever will have him, but he can also say, I'm not going to Miami. I'm, I'm waiting for an offer for a team like Seattle or uh, somebody that's good making a playoff run. The Bills could use an Antonio Brown, like just an extra receiver in that room would be great for Josh Allen, but I don't know. Who knows? Uh, like I said, this is just kind of a throwaway pickup. Could be the greatest pickup of all time. It could be I will be dropping him in three to four weeks with uh, no consequence to me because I probably wasn't going to start Jarvis Landry anyway. That's fair. It's a bold move, Josiah. Let's see if it pays off for you. Thanks. <clears throat> all right. So let's go ahead and get into next week's matchups. We'll just go ahead and get to Josiah's since we're doing Josiah's first and since you're both on the podcast, Michael versus Josiah. Yes, unsolicited chub picks versus the Chozo Chozo in Chozo in one. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> so I'm favored by two percent in this matchup as Michael as it currently stands. Is projected 120 points to my 114 points. Um, and I think he's probably going to run away with this one. Uh, two of my better players. Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown are facing the Pittsburgh defense, even without um, Devin Bush. I think that's going to be a pretty stiff matchup for Derrick Henry. I think Derrick Henry may be one of the few running backs in the league that can still churn out some positive yards, but I I don't think I'm going to get another 39-point game from him. A.J. Brown might do okay. The Steelers' secondary hasn't been great, but they've been getting better every week. Um. I have Mike Williams in versus Jacksonville. That's mostly because uh, Deontay Johnson is just so injury-prone. I didn't feel like I could trust him. Uh, but Melvin Gordon might not play this week. He might be suspended, so I might have Deontay Johnson in there anyway. Uh, Kittle versus New England. Don't necessarily love that matchup. Uh Really, I feel like all I have going for me, because I have the Steelers' defense versus Tennessee, I have Mason Crosby versus Houston, I need Josh Allen to throw for seven touchdowns against the New York Jets and then run for eight more in order for me to even have a chance this week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got I to gotta say, I've from my point of view... Um, just speaking to my team, I think Matt Ryan, um, I think having Julio Jones back is great. However, Julio Jones missed practice again today with his reoccurring hamstring injury. Um, I know he said it didn't bother him that much. Um, so Michael Thomas is still questionable. They, and the reason he's questionable, it's not an injury thing. They still don't know whether or not, um, uh, Malcolm in the middle is going to let him play. So, he might still be sitting on, he might still be on the bench. Um, Keenan Allen also questionable. They don't think he's, it's going to be an issue though, because he had back spasms during the last game. Um, and he's been on a bye week. So him coming back, um, I think he's going to be healthy, but also my tight end Tanyan is questionable and my backup tight end Ertz is out. So if that doesn't play out for me, I'm going to be a go for to the waiver wires to pick up some random tight end. Um, 
I think Diggs will have a big game against the Jets. I think uh, Gibson might actually get me some use against Washington or against Dallas's defense. Um, however, I am worried about Ezekiel Elliott against the Washington defense. Um, they got a pretty stout line there, so that's going to be I think it'll be a tough matchup, and it's a divisional game, so I think it'll be crazy. But I think if Julio Jones comes back, I think that Matt Ryan Julio Jones connection is going to is going to pay off against Detroit. I think it'll be a high scoring game. Um, so that would be nice. Um, if last, I, I could have swore that San Francisco was going to get shut out by, uh, the Rams, but I was wrong and they came out and performed really well. So the Patriots defense against them, I don't know. I like the Rams better than the Patriots defense this year. So, um, I don't like my matchup there. And Daniel Carlson has been a sleeping sleeper. Awesome kicker. He hasn't, he averages like 11 points a game. So, um, that's why I went back to him. I didn't figure anyone was going to snag him up. So, thought about uh, it. I I saw him there, and I actually did think about it, picking Carlson up. Uh, one thing that is not in my favor: uh, you have Stephon Diggs. I have Josh Allen. So, like you said, I feel like Stephon Diggs is going to have a big, big day. Um, and I think this is the second week in a row that you've had two running backs facing each other in the same game. So that that should be interesting for you because you'll just have one game to watch. I love that. Makes it so easy for me. <laughs> All right. So I'm picking Adam. Michael. <clears throat> so you're picking Michael. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just think, uh, like I said, DeAndre Swift could have a big game against Atlanta. He's actually had a few good games in a row. But just with Stephon Diggs like, being on his team versus my quarterback throwing to Stephon Diggs, uh, Melvin Gordon potentially being out and just some uh, Titans versus Steelers. I have a lot of Titans. I have a lot of Steelers and they're facing each other and both their defenses are pretty stout. So I think that uh, Justin Jefferson on a bye, Devonta Parker on a bye, um, probably would have been two of my starters this week just based on matchups. And I don't feel good about it, which this is a game I need. It would, it would be big in the standings. It would uh, catapult me up probably another two to three spots. So, yeah, hopefully I'm, I can pull it out. Hopefully I can pull it out, but I just don't see it. I'm scared because I have four wide receivers on my team, and um, three of them are questionable. So, I'm, I think I'm Julio Jones will be fine. Be a lot of a lot of injury reports throughout the week. Uh, players don't play on Wednesday if they're working their way back from an injury. They might partially practice on Thursday and then Friday they're back and it's just it's fine. So I would keep an eye on that, of course, but that's that's pretty much the standard. Is after you've come back from a hamstring or something, whatever it is, you just give yourself an extra day of rest so you don't reaggravate it more than you already did during the game. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I am, man, just because I'm going to take Josiah in this one because I think his, his team still has that breakaway chance, especially if Keenan Allen is questionable there, you know, they're going to be throwing to, to Mike Williams. I think that there's a chance that he can, I'm just going to take Josiah cause I'm trying to get the guest score up there above your guys's. So <laughs> I'm taking, Michael. there's no better way to do that than to take the opposite of what, uh, you guys are doing so 
All right, I'm taking Michael because Josiah's matchups suck and Michael's don't, so that's my reasoning. <laughs> I hate to see it. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> there's no need for me to reiterate the exact same things that you guys said. So if you're wondering why I'm picking Michael, go back and listen to the last four minutes. All right. <laughs> Next, we have Ryan versus Josh. We have yet another mayor of TD City versus Big Booty Cheeks. As of right now, Josh has not checked his team to know that Lamar Jackson is on a bye. Raheem Mostert is out. Um, he does have Ryan Tannehill. Um, he's got a couple. He has, I wouldn't be mad about that. He has um, Damian Harris is his only other running back because Austin Eckler is out. Um. Yeah, and Joe Mixon is questionable. His only starting running back right now um, probably isn't. Anything. Joe Mixon has been questionable <laughs> all year, though. So yeah. I feel like he's probably going to play as well. And uh, he's had some pretty decent games recently against some good defenses. And Cleveland has an okay defense, but I don't necessarily think of them as like a shutdown run defense. Yeah. Um, this scares me because... I'd, the vacuum cleaner is back. Aaron, Holy crap. Can't hear it. Sorry. Yeah, we can't hear it. That's mm. good. Aaron Jones not being on Ryan's team come this game is really going to hurt him. Um, that's his biggest, as we talked about, that's his biggest scoring player. You know, he'll be able to probably slide Debo Samuel down into his flex and start uh, Devontae Adams. So he's, he's going to have an awesome wide receiver core. Um, but his running backs, I mean, he's, he's going to be starting Ronald Jones and Le'Veon Bell. Like, that's it. That's it. That's, that's who he's got. So, and we don't even know what Le'Veon Bell is going to do. So, I'll have JD McKissick. Okay, but is he going to start Le'Veon Bell? Or is he going to start JD McKissick? I don't know. I wouldn't start either of those <laughs> personally, but that's, I definitely wouldn't start Leonard Fournette. So, um, I'm going to go... Um, I think I would start Antonio Brown over J.D. McKissick. <laughs> I'm going to... Just to get mine out of the way, I'm going to go Josh on this one. I think uh, Ryan Tannehill is always a good play. He's been stellar this year. Um, Mixon will play. And I think, you know... I think Dalton will rebound this week. I think Amari Cooper will have a good game. And Calvin Ridley will still get his 15, 20 points. I just, I just don't think it's going to be a problem. So I think, I think Josh on this one, he needs it. Assuming he sets his lineup, Josh. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I'm not taking you, you anymore, Josh. You set your own lineup. I think, I think Josh has this win too. Uh, even though the projections are probably going to be in favor of Ryan on this one, because I think really the only difference is he would have Tannehill in. He was projected to have 17.9 points. So that would put, that would put, uh, Ryan, well, not Ryan, Roger. Oh, not Roger. Josh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Whatever the case is. That would, that would put him at 90 points if that change were to be made. Well, uh, also. Also, there's a Damian Harris change because Rohe Mostert's projected at zero. So that's another seven. So it brings it a little closer, 100 to 104, but still I'm taking it's Yeah, I, I I just think 
without Aaron Jones's projected points, that's probably not. I don't believe in Ryan's team. I feel bad because he's a nice enough guy, but he got shafted by Daniel. Moving on, I'm picking Josh. Mm, I'm taking or Roger, Ryan. whoever it is. Taking Ryan, really? Yeah, I'm taking Ryan. I don't think right. I mean, his, his wide receivers could really pull it off for him. I mean, you know, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, you know that Aaron Rodgers is going to be pissed off after last week. So, sucks for the Ra- or the uh, the Texans. Houston. <laughs> and after watching what Ryan Tannehill could do to him and Derrick Henry, I don't think that there's a chance that any of the Green Bay Packers wide receivers are going to score under 15 points. Um. Yeah, I just, as much as I I like Amari Cooper because he's, you know, he's on my Cowboys, I, after watching this past week, I just don't trust anybody on that offense right now. Um, but because he's got Cooper and Dalton Schultz, Josh does. Oh, man. His second yeah, running back is going to be the deciding factor here. Guarantee it. If Damien Harris comes out and he puts if he puts him in um and only gets him five or six points, Josh is Josh loses. Um Tannehill's got a tough matchup against Pittsburgh. Um it'll be one of the tougher matchups he's had. So I just don't think the matchups are in Josh's favor. Um yeah, I think Ryan's gonna gonna win. I think he's going to do really well. I mean, he could also. I think Jared Cook would be a solid replacement for Schultz, and then yeah, Juju Smith-Schuster. If he doesn't feel good about Amari Cooper's quarterback, I mean, Juju has not blown anybody away, but uh, he's averaging ten points a game this season. So, I mean, that's I respectable. Mean, well, when you got Claypool's catching five touchdowns a game, yeah. I mean, that could open up Juju eventually. <laughs> They're going to yeah. have to start covering Claypool at some point. All right. So I've got Ryan, Josiah, and Michael have Josh. All right. On to the next one. <clears throat> Roger versus Linden. As of right now, the spread is plus seven to Linden. So um, Roger's projected to beat him. Um, and Roger's... I have 112 to 105 Roger winning. Well, yeah. Yep, I did too. Well, yeah, that's what I, that's what I meant. Um, <clears throat> and of course, right now, Roger doesn't have a kicker in, but honestly, it probably doesn't matter because I'm taking Roger. Because after, I mean, if Roger puts up like he did last week, then I think that Lyndon can pull it out, but I don't think he's going to. Kyler Murray's got a tougher matchup against Seattle. Um, Of course, DeAndre, I hope Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins doesn't play. Um, he is questionable um, as of right now, but Cooper Cup hasn't been amazing. He's had a, a few good games, but I mean, I don't know. After it, it's it's kind of like watching the freaking Patriots year in and year out, except for this year, which is fantastic because they suck. But it's like, do you really bet against them? Because they're probably going to win. So. I'm taking Roger, but I hope Lyndon wins. I I can agree with that. I think 
Uh, Linden has a little bit better matchup with Kareem Hunt facing Cincinnati this week. He did last week. Um, Deshaun Watson versus Green Bay. We just saw what uh, happened to uh, Green Bay's defense last week. Uh, So everybody on the Rams team is facing the Chicago defense. The Chicago defense has been good for a while now. Uh, Now that Nick Foles is in at quarterback, it's actually starting to like matter that they're good on defense. So Henderson Woods, Higby, and the rest of whatever Linden has on his team, Goff, I, I just don't feel like that's a great matchup for him. Um, also, Arizona's defense versus Seattle, I don't feel great about. Don't feel great about Claypool versus Tennessee. Uh, maybe Todd Gurley will do some work for him, but overall, Roger just looks like he has the better players and the better matchup. Kamara. Kamara will be back to his old shenanigans versus the Carolina defense. Hopefully Adrian Peterson does nothing because they have DeAndre Swift starting this week. So suck it, Roger or Josh or whoever Kamara Chameleon is. <laughs> Sorry, I can't stop coughing for some reason. <clears throat> oh, Big probably really? from whatever you just did to Ryan to get him to accept that trade. Maybe, but I blame Nathan because he's been sick all week. So I'm... Oh. I'm going to have to agree with you guys. I'm going to take Roger, but man, I really want Lyndon to pull this out. I really hope I'm wrong. I hope Lyndon pulls out. Roger might not even have to start kicker this week, and I think that's the play he's going with because he currently doesn't have a kicker rostered. The beautiful thing would be for Lyndon to win because that would mean the worst team in the league beat the best team in the league. I'm not going to pick it, but I really hope Lyndon pulls this one out. Because the league no. needs it, Lyndon. It's on your back. It's on your shoulders. Nathan couldn't do it last week. Now it's your chance. I'm fine with it because <laughs> I'm in contention with Lyndon right now. <clears throat> Instead of Roger's going to get first place, I've accepted it. So if Lyndon loses, that helps my team out more. That's fair. I mean, we're still young. Roger could go on a hardcore losing streak and get last place. <laughs> that would be classic. <laughs> but, classic Roger. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so we've all got Roger in this one. All right, on to the next game. We have Brittany, the librarian, versus Nathan in his ridiculous team name. It's not that hard to say. I just don't. Uh, uh, I'm just over it. I've said it for. I'm going. Uh, <laughs> I'm going Brittany here because her matchups are just asinine and just great. Bills defense versus the Jets. I think will be fine. I mean, she's got Chris Carson versus Arizona, uh, Montgomery versus the the Rams, and then Pat Mahomes versus Denver. I mean, they might end up benching him by halftime because he's going to blow them out of the water. Um, you know, Nathan's matchups aren't terrible, but at the same time, like, for instance, Singletary, they spread the ball around there so much that he's just not reliable unless he has a breakout run. Um, I don't like anything to do with Rob Gronkowski. So he's only his only touchdown pass this year was this past week. Um, and he really hasn't even done that well. Um, I think Odell will do great this week. And obviously Josh Jacobs is super consistent. And I think Aaron Rodgers will come out with something to prove. But I think with something to prove versus Mahomes and a, I don't want to say a joke of a, 
a team right now, but you know, he's not playing anything spectacularly hard. So I don't know. Um, I just, I got to give it to Brittany. After watching what Denver did to um, New England, like granted New England's offense isn't amazing, but the fact that they held them to like what four field goals, five field goals, something like that. Not even allowed to touchdown. <laughs> I mean, Denver's offense also was held to all field goals too, but you know, um, I don't know. The thing that worries me about Brittany's team is that Thielen is on a bye, um, who is her, her one of her biggest point scorers on her team, and she has uh, Jamison Crowder, who is questionable, and her other only other wide receiver is John Brown, who is also questionable. So, <clears throat> and she's got Terry McLaurin. Well, she's got Terry McLaurin against Dallas, so she'll yeah. probably get her four thousand points. Um, but yeah, like the the. The wide receiver thing could be an issue. If one of those guys goes out, then she's going to have to start a running back in her flex spot. Um, so, or a tight end. But this one's going to be tough. Um, I think Rodgers is going to put up more than projected for Nathan. Um, I don't know. I've got a feeling that, I don't know. I've got a feeling that Nathan's going to take this one, tell you the truth. I'm going to be completely honest. My mom's been running a vacuum cleaner for a week straight. My brain is just completely wiped of any kind of thought because I cannot think. I'm just going to simp for Brittany. Weird. What else is new? <clears throat> Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> I mean, Michael picked Brittany. I honestly forget. I hate <laughs> vacuum cleaners. I hate them. That's all right. <laughs> it's because it reminds you of what you've missed out on your whole life. What suck? No, I'm right in that. No, no, no. Getting sucked. <laughs> anyway, on to the last game of the week. It's me versus Bruce. As of right now, I'm projected to lose by 18 points. Um Oof. but here soon I will have um Aaron Jones in my lineup instead of JD McKissick. <laughs> I can't believe <laughs> that shit. Um huh. yeah, I mean, this is gonna be tough for me. I mean, he's got Russell Wilson, but I've got DK Metcalf, so hopefully that kind of cancels each other out. Um, I am starting Tom Brady this week because there are no better options for me. Um, I still need to see Dalton do something before I'd even trust putting him in. Uh, Johnny Smith is questionable. I might not even start him. I might actually start Jimmy Graham, as weird as that sounds. But Jimmy Graham's actually been healthy all year. And has he's had a good game, a bad game, a good game, a bad game, a good game, a bad game. So that means this week should be a good game. So if he keeps up with that, then this week he might get me 10 points. Um, but yeah, I mean, my matchups aren't great. But I'm not picking Bruce to win, especially if it's against me. So I'm going with me. I'll pick Bruce to win because he has a much better chance of beating you than you have of beating him. He actually has Clyde Edwards Hilaire on the bench, which I think is funny because <sighs> of who he's facing. Um, yeah, I'm not, I don't really understand that that whole Edwards Hilaire situation. Bruce has been slinging around trades for Hilaire, and I get that like Le'Veon Bell's there, but I don't I don't think they're gonna 
take Bell over Hilaire. I think they're going to let Hilaire do his thing. He's been great. He really has. So my listen, like I swear all Bruce knows is that <clears throat> Le'Veon Bell was really good like three years ago. So he's just probably panicked right now that his star running back that he drafted in the first round is going to be completely worthless. If he does offer you a trade for Edward Hilaire, take it because I think Edward Hilaire is going to do fine. Uh, like I said last week, I, he's never been able to get into the end zone. So, I mean, nothing's going to necessarily change from that point. But I just, I think Bruce has the better matchups this week. Uh, I think that uh, Daniel's team significantly improved. Uh, trading a backup quarterback for a bad team for a starting quarterback. And then he also got one of the better running backs in the league. So I don't think he's going to win this week. I'm picking Bruce, but Daniel, Daniel does look significantly stronger down the stretch. If he, if Daniel had Dalvin cook this week, I, I may lean a little bit towards Daniel, but I don't. So, but so back to the Edwards Hilaire thing, like, and I, I don't say that Bruce hangs on Matthew Barry's every word just because I think it's funny. Michael texted me asking me on Monday or whatever, whatever day it was that he, you got the uh, trade offer from Bruce for Edwards Hilaire. And this, the, that day, the podcast that Matthew Barry's on, they were talking about how since he had such a big game or so it must've been Tuesday, must've been yesterday. Um, he had such a big game um, on Monday that you should sell high and see what you could get for him since Le'Veon Bell's there. I don't say it just because I'm making fun of Bruce. I'm saying it because literally if any, if they say anything about anybody on his team or somebody that you should pick up off of waiver wires, it's not there. Like he, he's always on it. So I don't say it just because I'm trying to be an ass. I'm saying it because as soon as I hear it on that podcast, Bruce is doing the same thing they're saying to do. So, that's and that's I, not even necessarily a bad plan. No, selling high. I know. Oh yeah, I just did plan. it with Devonta Freeman. I played played against the Cowboys, and then I immediately traded him. I think he's going to be solid for the rest of the season, but the Cowboys is definitely going to be his best game of the year because they suck. So that that looked better in the trade, uh, but if. Mm. If he is legitimately concerned that, because right now Edward Slayer is the only guy getting any kind of carries. There's a few people that come in here and there, but if he starts to split ten and ten, or fifteen and ten, or whatever it is, then yeah, his production could go down. And especially because he's not getting in the end zone, like I've said a hundred times, his uh, value could be not that great. I think he's going to be fine, though. He'll be just fine. Yeah. Speaking of trades, let me see. Um, The trade deadline is not until November 27th. So that's not necessarily super close, but we are in the one-month countdown trade deadline. So four more weeks to get your trades in. Yes. So, Michael, who did you have in this game? Uh, I'm taking Bruce as well. Bruce. All right. Two for Bruce, one for Daniel. <clears throat> it's fun. 
I'll probably lose, but guess what? That's fine. I'll continue to steal everybody's best player. All I right. like your defense pickup, though. Chiefs defense looked really good the other night. Yeah. Um, I don't trust the San Francisco defense. I like I like the Dolphins defense, uh, matchup-based, but they're obviously on a bye this week, so can't play them. All right. Yeah, so, you got kind of unlucky with the San Francisco defense. Yeah. I mean, you know, I drafted him like in the second to last round or something like that. But okay. Any final thoughts, words, expressions, dad jokes, vacuum cleaner stuff? I hate vacuum <laughs> cleaners. Hate them. They right. suck. I mean, they're supposed to. Um, okay. Well, I guess that's all we have for this week. I've been like kind of crappy all evening because <clears throat> I can't stop coughing and clearing my throat. <laughs> so, as someone who's known you your entire life, or I should say my entire life, you've always been pretty crappy. So, I mean, you know, it's whatever. I guess you I'm could say to... that we can walk off into the sunset, both feet firmly planted one after the other. <laughs> first the left foot then the right foot oh man oh uh i did want to i before we go uh for trash talk i have to i have to talk about it daniel posted something in the chat that said dak prescott uh was even through week six of him having one and a half games less than anyone else in the league still is over the second NFL pass leaders by 13 yards, that being Matt Ryan. Um, and it was a list of the top five. Um, so, which is still, it's very impressive. Dak Prescott was having a, like an unprecedented year. And then about 15, actually exactly 15 minutes later, Bruce sent back the same picture photoshopped with Dak Prescott at the bottom that says through week six QBs with ankles and had all of them set at two and Dak Prescott as one. And I laughed for probably an hour at this photo. So I hope that everyone else gets enjoyment out of that as well. That is pretty amazing. <laughs> I did not, but you know, it's whatever. So I think, uh, Oh, uh, I sent one to Ryan Turner where it was just all the teams in the is it NFC East, whatever Cowboys division is, with the Eagles, Redskins, uh, well, you know what? Shoot, edit, bleep, bleep. No, but it's it's <laughs> the Spider Man Spider Man meme, but there's four of them, and they're all dressed in their like team colors, and they're pointing at each other because they're all the same and they're all awful. <laughs> yeah, I think I sent that one in the Discord as well. Sent it to somebody, either that or I sent it to Mitch and Wayne. I think it was in the Discord. I remember yeah. seeing it from both of you. So, all right. So, I'm going to go and I'm going to take something for this uh, crap that I've got going on in my face. Um, I think Ryan, like you said, screwed up my throat after that trade. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to get out of here. If you guys uh, want anything else to say, then I don't really care. I can't even think right now. Like, I, my brain's just Gargle some salt water. <clears throat> I will. I'm going to do that, and I'm going to take some of this medicine that Nathan's got from, like, Israel or wherever it's from. So. Vacuum cleaners suck. Have a good week, everybody. Okay, bye. Bye.